0: Welcome to Tony's Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Steak Podcast, episode 230. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have the Off-Road Andy Man. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our fourth podcast after this. Um, also, and I said it in the last podcast, but uh, welcome, listeners from around the world uh our our listeners from uh Russia have been uh, on the rise alongside of uh Belgium and uh Spain so uh hello to the worldwide listeners uh and uh definitely check out our sports pod after this because we talked about the Olympics and I bet the country you are li- are from are uh, are in those Olympics uh but how about we start things off Andy with some COVID talk. You're pissed.
1: Yeah. Remember, remember COVID it's, uh, it's, it's, it's back there in the news again. Uh, it's the, the Delta, the Delta, it's the, the dangerous Delta, I guess. Um, cases are up and it's, uh, it's, it's really annoying because, uh, if you saw today, uh, the CDC is now recommending masks again, indoors, even if you're vaccinated in some cases and, uh, so of course that's, they don't have any power. So that's one thing I've seen people were talking about. Oh, it's, there's new mandates. It's like, no, they actually don't have any power.
0: Yeah. It's a recommendation.
1: So just a recommendation. I don't know if any new stuff is going to happen. LA already put that back in place like yeah. a few weeks ago. Uh, but it's just like, I, I've moved on. I've, I'm back living my life. I haven't thought about the mask in a while. And it, I, I, this is really upsetting to me. It's it's annoying.
0: Everything I keep hearing is yeah, cases are on the rise, but hospitalization rates and death rates are so incredibly low that, you know, they're still saying, you know, they're up 40%. It's like, oh, it went from, you know, two deaths to three and a half or something. It's like they should yeah but they're not going to give you the lighter one because, well, they want to scare you some more, I feel like. They want you yeah, to, You so see a scarier headline, you're much more likely to click it or, you know, tune in. I, I think what it shows is is yeah,
1: that the vaccine is doing what it's supposed to, and that uh people aren't dying from it if they're vaccinated. So you're gonna see people with cases and then less deaths from that, but it's still going up and not going down, which is which sucks because what is happening is now it's back and it's back as the lead story every night and it's people debating what we're going to do. And I'm worried they're going to be like, all right, movie theaters are done again. And uh, while well, we're doing this shit, uh, like at my job, they're like, we might check your temperature when you walk in the door. And it's like, why? Like, just
0: don't people kind of know when they have a fever. Like if, when I have a, f- yeah, a temperature, but this way
1: they can, I have
0: zero in. energy. I'm not going into work. Like, how many people are walking in? Like, Oh, you're, you have a hundred degree temperature. Like, Oh, really? It's like, yeah. Most people are like, oh yeah, god damn it, where's your ice machine? I I haven't had a fever in you know a long time, but usually it puts me on my ass.
1: And I never had one when I actually you know actually had COVID. So
0: COVID didn't do anything to me. <laughs>
1: it's not the it's not the biggest. Uh, I made a joke of- the other day of
0: like, you know what? I I'd like to go catch this new variant just so I can up my uh, my antibodies.
1: Yeah, get protection against all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you already have you don't even know
0: yeah and stay tuned for the lambda one because that one's uh coming up as this other one's on the chopping block they'll they'll keep these things uh just churning them out because what else is there to talk about
1: yeah it's just really frustrating because we were like so close so close it was like in the rear view mirror and it's like nope nope we want well, to be back still. The it's law like, oh. is
0: no one is ever allowed to get sick. We're a team. We're all in this together. And even one person with a cold is too many.
1: Yeah, I already moved past about caring about people. If people are going to get sick and die from this, it's like, well, that's your fault now. So,
0: yeah, everyone food. has the access to a vaccination. So, what are we doing other than just halting our, uh, our enjoyment and lives?
1: Yeah. So, hopefully, next week it'll be over again but probably not
0: so there were 15 <laughs> deaths in la county yesterday
1: yeah that's that's a lot that LA many County's people big, but it's still die
0: in chicago in a weekend like in a friday from gunshots
1: not that many but uh, it could more be than that many in a day, that, but not, not on the average
0: i no. said on a weekend you said on a Friday. It's a weekend day.
1: I think it's still less than that. But I mean, it doesn't matter that those those will happen whether people die of COVID or not. So it's irrelevant.
0: I'm just saying. Why is that such an alarming number then?
1: Well, anyone who dies is, is a tragedy to someone's community. So I mean, that's the point of it. But
0: yeah, it's just ridiculous.
1: It could have been over. This could have been over.
0: Yeah, can you imagine if everyone actually stayed in their homes for two weeks, like didn't leave for two whole weeks yeah. when this first started? We would have been done with COVID a year and a half ago. Yeah, but I, I literally mean no one ever left their house. Everyone, the, ever, the roads uh, turned into lava. Basically,
1: wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Now the Olympics are paying
0: for it. Yep. It's well, Japan bad. is paying for it. Let's be clear. <laughs> um. Okay. I I do have a good news story in here. And uh, you may have heard about it. You may have not. Uh, it was just something cool. And so I, I made a note to uh, put it in here. And uh, we talked about this a long time ago. Uh, I'm going back to episode 71 E of the Tony Steak podcast. Mm. And uh, that one, I'll just give you the title and you can probably guess. Sean Weiss, heavy weights to heavy meth. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And he got busted, and he looked like a dead 80-year-old man. Uh, Well, he graduated from a drug program and has had his burglary charges dropped. So uh, he's getting back on the straight and narrow, and uh, kudos to him. I know he was not in the first season of the Mighty Ducks uh, show, but this could be like, eh, he's redeemed himself. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, I did. I did see something about that a while back. That he was uh, clean again. But yeah, now that he's he said if he's graduated from, from a program, that means that's usually like a year long thing. So pretty good. That's that, yeah, that's great.
0: So kudos to him. You know, because like I said that's a pretty heavy title, <laughs> and <laughs> I love that movie. Heavyweights. I'll watch that any old time on Disney Plus. Uh, heavy math. Woof. Yeah, but okay. Congratulations to him, and uh, we wish him well. All right, Andy, tell us about the Batgirl.
1: They're making a Batgirl movie for HBO Max, uh, and they finally have a. They've got the Batgirl, so Leslie Grace, who was just in In the Heights, is going to be Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl in this uh, this new movie. So again, it's Commissioner not Commissioner Gordon's theatrical. wife. It's it's his daughter. So uh, okay. Um, this is not going to be a theatrical movie. So I think it, they at some point were going to make a theatrical background movie with Joss Whedon, who has been canceled, so he can't do it anymore. So it's an entirely new project, but uh, they got to put things on HBO Max. They have all kinds of plans. But yeah, now now that they have uh, casted her, it's uh, invited some questions because well, uh, she for is
0: one. This can't be Gary Oldman's daughter.
1: OK, that's where I was getting. OK. <laughs> First of all, she's black. Um, but also in the Robert Pattinson movie, Jeffrey Wright is playing Commissioner Gordon, who is.
0: Black. Uh, oh, wait, there's a, yeah. He did that ever come out.
1: No, that's coming out next year. OK, that was part of the like, we're filming it and then COVID happened and then we're filming it again. I and forgot then, oh, all about that one. <laughs> yeah. So they had that trailer last year when it had Jeffrey Wright in there. And that's uh, pretty cool. He's he's a good actor. Uh, but now, the, you know, there's that question: Is oh, is this going to be set in the Robert Pattinson universe? Because uh, we really don't know what that even means. Is it a separate Robert Pattinson universe? What Similar about Ben Universes. Athletic? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But uh, maybe maybe they'll be, they'll be expanding that out. Uh, Which
0: one is Joaquin in?
1: What <laughs> are you talking about? The oh, the Joker. Yeah, that's his own Joker verse. We don't even know.
0: Yeah, but he saw baby Bruce Wayne.
1: I know, but that's a different one. That doesn't grow up to be Ben Affleck.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Or Robert Pattinson. Certainly doesn't grow to be uh, Christian Bale. Or
1: Val Kilmer. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would make a little more sense. Maybe, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if they know what they're doing, if they have plans, but like maybe this is a hint towards that. that well, that'll be its own... Robert Pattinson Batman universe. Uh it's also uh going to be directed by uh I'm not I'm not going to understand these names but a a l rb and Bilal Fala. Um, his last they, name is Arbi? Uh, yeah. It's not Arbi's but it's ARBI. Uh they they directed Bad Boys for Life. So Oh uh, boy. They're, they're coming off a a hit movie. Uh so
0: uh,
1: There you go. That's that's their follow-up to that
0: I mean, define hit.
1: It was the number one grossing movie of the year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all things considered, Andy.
1: (laughs) I think it legally was, so they'll they'll have that forever.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then
1: their next movie's not even going to theaters, so. Yeah. What a world we live in.
0: All right, well, very fun. Um, Next, there's a sequel to The Exorcist. Are you telling me there weren't already like five of those
1: oh of course so uh there was two exorcist sequels made after the original movie from the 1970s uh, but they weren't considered good or if they were good i think exorcist three people liked but it wasn't very connected to it and it just kind of its own story um but then also there was an exorcist tv series on fox like five years ago that i enjoyed the first season that i watched uh it's pretty good and i liked that did connect to the original movie. I think that was that was a great reveal in that show. Uh but I think those are all being forgotten that they're they're making uh not just a sequel but sequels.
0: So is this coming out this year? Am am I looking at the no. right thing that's horrifying? No. There's a girl with <laughs> her head she's upside down on the stairs.
1: I don't know what you're referring to, but there's
0: something called The Exorcist that's 2021 due i'm just on imdb
1: yeah this is to my knowledge not coming out and again this is going to be multiple sequels okay um i'm not sure what you're seeing
0: (laughs) i'll send you a photo of it. it's terrifying
1: yeah i don't see anything (laughs) uh (laughs) well anyways this is uh much like the last story this is not going to come to theaters this is being made for Peacock, our favorite streamer, Peek Peacock. So uh, this is being produced by David Gordon Green, who is the uh, director of the new Halloween movies. So they're just doing the same thing; they're rebooting The Exorcist. Um, so David Gordon Green and, and Blumhouse as well. So that's kind of the it's a big uh, big part of the Universal catalog. There is uh, all the Blumhouse stuff. But uh, so did you get that text yet? Team. I didn't. Well, I'll wait for it.
0: When it comes in, just look at it and uh, okay. give your reaction. <laughs> but, okay, fun. And, I mean, is it due out? Do we know when it's due out? Or Well, they're, they're planning for 2022 is what I okay. saw. Hopefully it's October when it should be. Yeah, who Maybe knows? These June um, things. What are we doing?
1: Yeah. But, obviously, those Halloween movies are the one that's come out is good, and the, the other ones that are going to come out, I assume is going to be good. The trailers look good and uh, it's just funny. It's like, Oh, well, let's just do it again. Like we'll, we'll take any other horror movie and uh, bring it back. And uh, much like Halloween, they're bringing back uh, one of the original characters, Alan Burstyn's going to return. Uh, she was the mother from the original movie way back when. So she's set oh. to return. Also, they casted Leslie Odom jr of, of Hamilton fame. So that when I think exorcisms, I think Hamilton. So,
0: Jeez, that lady Weird. was born in 1932.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I think these will be good. These are <laughs> Dave Gord Green's good. He, I've liked other things he's made, uh, including you know Pineapple Express. Um, he's works with uh, that whole crew a lot. Uh, directs a lot. He directed a lot of the uh, Eastbound and Down and everything. So, but also he's into this new horror career. But. So maybe that's uh that's when I'll get Peacock.
0: All right. Yeah, I have a uh at the end when we do what we're watching, uh a reason I'm gonna get Paramount Plus uh in the month of October. And uh don't give it away yet, Andy. Did that photo ever come to you? Uh like my
1: thing is still like loading.
0: I texted it to your phone.
1: I know, but I pull it up on the program on my computer. Oh. And sometimes it doesn't load that well.
0: Okay. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> let's move on. Are you remarking? Did you get it or are you just breathing? No, I didn't okay. get it. Tell us about Zack Snyder.
1: Uh, he is officially confirmed to be you know exclusive with Netflix. They made it official. Um, we reported a couple weeks ago that he's going to be doing some sci-fi movie for them. Uh, but now he has signed an exclusivity deal with Netflix uh, to also include a sequel to Army of the Dead, which he put out a couple months back that. Uh, you know, it was very popular for Netflix. A lot of people watched it, uh, hit or miss movie. Could have been better, had some nice moments. Uh, but they're, they're Netflix is all in on making this a franchise, uh, which has already begun because not only is there going to be an official Army of the Dead sequel, uh, there's an Army of the Dead animated program that's coming to Netflix later, uh, as well as a, a spinoff prequel that's already been made And they just put out a trailer for Army of Thieves featuring the German safecracker character from the movie, which uh, was a character I enjoyed. So I watched this trailer. It's just like this guy, I guess, makes he's a real German guy and he makes movies in Germany and they uh, let him direct this spinoff movie uh, before the movie was even released. So that's coming soon, I believe, before the end of the year's Army of Thieves. So uh, if you're interested in that uh, character at all you can go watch the uh the prequel movie or the trailer for the prequel
0: movie mm-hmm.
1: but yeah netflix is uh is all in on Zack snyder so we've got you know adam sandler Zack snyder it's all all the legends netflix has got them wrapped up
0: well very fun for them uh okay well we're gonna get that photo still doesn't come andy why don't you just look on your phone yeah,
1: I got it. My phone's not with me. I have to go oh, grab it for a second. Give give me like one second.
0: All right, well, I'll do a live read then. Sure. Uh, while we're waiting on Andy, that portion of the podcast was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. And when you plug in promo code Tony at checkout, that is T-O-N-Y, they're going to give you 65% off the greatest dog leash ever. This thing is faster. It is cooler looking. It is comfortable. It is strong. Take your dog on a walk. You both need it. Head to cliplessleash.com before you do and plug in promo code Tony at checkout, and you're going to get 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, are you back?
1: i am back all right you missed and that a, picture is just missed a great
0: live read it's uh, just a
1: thing of photoshop from like the original movie so
0: well it's scary looking nonetheless um <laughs> uh, okay uh how many things have you do you have on uh, what you've been watching
1: well i've got seven but oh, it's not god i'm not gonna go deep you
0: know i've got two and a half okay you, wanna well, you want to, to go me to
1: let her rip all right, I'm going to go. This one I'll go a little deep on uh, American Horror Stories. This is uh, on FX on Hulu, which means it is an FX show, but it's not on FX. It's only on Hulu, which is always confusing. I don't know why they're going with that branding, but that's what they're doing, of course. Uh, so it's available on Hulu. It is the uh, same team as American Horror Story, but they are um, self contained episodes, you know, like The Twilight Zone or Tales from yeah, the Yeah, I've seen like this that. come up. Uh, so. 3 episodes have come out already uh the f- the first two which was the first one was a two parter um were a follow up to season 1 of American Horror Story which was really enjoyable to uh, you already kind of know what's going yeah, on with the house uh so it's it's the rubber woman so if you remember from that season no uh, Evan Peters <laughs> wore a rubber suit and killed people and shit <laughs> whoa um and this one has a a high school girl now ends up in the in the house and is a, uh, I don't know, seduced by the rubber suit. Uh, but is in th- th- this one was, uh, Ryan Murphy was credited as the writer on, on these ones. Whereas looks like it's a whole crew for the rest of the episodes, which makes sense. Like as a really busy guy, but uh, returning back to the beginning, which has been, it's been almost, it's been more than 10 years now since that debuted. So, um. A little disappointing that they uh, they reference, you know, original cast people, but don't ever show it, which is, I mean, that's surprising, though. But I wanted, like, one shot of Dylan McDermott, because why not? hmm But uh, I did enjoy it very much. Um, it's very gay, of course, because they have to make it very gay. Um, it has Michael Jackson's daughters in it, which is like, yeah, cool.
0: Is that pillow or blanket?
1: Her name's Paris. I don't think... I don't think Pillow or Blanket, which I don't remember if, the, if those were real. It's one of those real. names, right? None of them go by that anymore.
0: Mm.
1: Like, it was like, oh, that was fake. And I was looking a little into her, like, her, like, this Paris Jackson. And I'm like, God, what a fucked up situation. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, Michael Jackson paid some woman to have kids yeah. that he raised. Yeah. And then, like, he died when they were, like, 10 years old or whatever. It's like, oh, awful. Pretty bizarre. I we we let him off the hook way too easy. <laughs> he's like too like accepted again.
0: Yeah, I think it's just because he's not alive.
1: Yeah, if he, oh my god, if he was still alive, it wouldn't go well for him.
0: No, it'd be no. him and Cosby shacking up <laughs> together.
1: But it's just like oh yeah, like this is weird. Like I, what a weird childhood for that kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like she didn't really her the mother was not in the picture, and you're raised by this creepy white skinned child guy <laughs> who then dies and, and i don't know but anyways that's not the point um, yeah i also the episode three was not as good but it's you know very much in that vein of like tales from the crypt where it's like silly and um also gay of course it's always important mm-hmm. do you want me to do uh anything anything more here
0: uh, I mean, yeah, if you have seven, you might as well go for a few.
1: Sure, I'm going to do everything that I watch on TV then. Um,
0: Perfect. Uh,
1: I talked about White Lotus, I think, a couple weeks ago, the HBO yes, series. Did. I
0: still have not watched it.
1: Um, I'm at the point now where I can say I recommend it. I think it's oh. I think it's pretty good. I don't okay. think it's going to be uh, considered one of the all-time HBO greats, but it's it's a good summer show. It's a very good week-to-week show where some things are better, I think, to be binged. This is... Uh, a good thing to watch week to week and that it's like it doesn't you're not thinking about it the whole week it just kind of then on sunday i'm like all right
0: yeah i can turn this on now it's almost a chore but you don't mind it
1: yeah so it's not something you're like you're like oh man you finished an episode like i need to know what happens next because they don't make it that way um which is nice but then it's like oh it's there Mm -hmm. cool you know i gotta go to work the next day i'll just turn this on so, yeah, after three episodes, I can say uh, recommend. Uh, it's also only six, so three more. All right, fun. Uh, then the other like TV thing I watched, uh, movies. the movies that made us season two came out on Netflix. And I don't know how Netflix decides what's a season or anything, but uh, there's only four episodes, which is just like the first season, which came out a couple of years back.
0: They did Home Alone 2? <laughs>
1: oh, They did. So, uh, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park. Oh, wow, Forrest Gump, and then I forgot what the fourth one was. One that I wasn't very interested in, I think. Uh, but I watched Jurassic Pretty Park, woman. And- okay, yeah. So, I watched Jurassic Park and Back to the Future, and uh, they're not, these aren't good, they're not even that interesting. There are a lot of stories I've already heard
0: before. Mm.
1: Uh, but they're fine. You turn them on, you kind of pay attention, and it's nice to think about movies that you loved. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's kind of like having a pop up video on or something.
1: Yeah, Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. It's like those are just always have great memories of that. So, uh, some some new information that you get from it. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like, um, Jan from The Office was originally supposed to be Jenny. Uh, yeah, which is like I didn't, I didn't think she acted before like the office like i don't I remember seeing her or anything uh but they had to fire her after they fired the original actor for marty mcfly which i mean you've heard that story right
0: oh you're saying she was supposed to be for back to the future yeah i don't know that girl's name jennifer that's mm-hmm. close i was saying forrest gump oh I was like, okay no it's kind of kidding i was like i don't think she's old enough for that but Okay. Um. Yeah. Who was it supposed to be again? Christian Slater or something?
1: <laughs> Eric Stoltz. Who? Yeah. Didn't do a whole lot, but yeah, he filmed like the entire movie, and they're like, "This isn't so working. He's not funny."
0: Weird. <laughs> but I so, bet that was one of the big facts they led with because how many people actually know that?
1: I think. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of people who don't know it, but I, that's that's one of those Hollywood stories that a, that a lot of people know of. Um, but the problem is that Michael J. Fox is a short guy, <laughs> so.
0: They yeah, I mean, a lot of they couldn't
1: are. have an act, actress taller than him to play his girlfriend because that doesn't look right. So they, they had didn't to have fire all the, her.
0: The movie magic, like they do now.
1: Yeah, and then the Tom Cruise shit. So yeah, uh, they they had to fire her, <laughs> just like that. Shit, that sucks.
0: And that a lawsuit. Like, why did they fire you? Like, you weren't keeping up with your quotes or anything. Like, no, I was too tall.
1: Like, no, you can do whatever you want in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: But yeah, there's there's some. Decent stories out of there.
0: I enjoyed the Elf one a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. They made the Christmas ones, too, which don't count as season two. It counts as its own series.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Elf and Home yeah. Alone were cool. I don't remember any of the other ones. Ghostbusters. That's uh, the other one I watched. Yeah, Ghostbusters would be a good one. How many other TVs do you have? Well, that's it for TV. I got four oh. movies here. Okay, well, I'll do one just to keep it uh, fresh. I watched on HBO Max... Let him go. Now, I started this on an airplane a while ago, but got about an hour in or so on that flight, and so I never watched the last of it. So I was like, oh, let's just start from uh, start fresh. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's slow. Um, I don't think kids could watch this, and I just mean anyone who spends more than you know. 30 minutes a day on uh, like a social media app because they tend to not have like focus, concentration. Not a lot happens right off the bat, um, but there's a good payoff at the end for the most part. It could be better, but uh, it's about Kevin Costner and uh, what's her name, Diane Lane? No, is it Diane Lane? I think so. Yeah, she, uh, and their son dies uh, early on in the movie, and so they, his wife is with them with her son, and then she remarries cause this is the fifties. So it's like, Oh, if you're not married, what's, uh, what's going on. And, uh, different things happen that, uh, they're worried about. So they basically go to reclaim the son, and, uh, let him go. And, uh, obviously doesn't go as planned. And I don't want to give too much away. You got Jeffrey Donovan in here. Um, and then maybe people know Leslie Manville, uh, it's good. It's like I said, there's not a huge payout, but there's some things you're like, holy shit, that happened. Wow. Uh, but it's fun. It takes place in Montana. Ooh, um, okay. It's fine. It's about a two hour long movie. Costner just not leave there. He's just yeah. Like, he's like, if I, if you want me to do something, it's gotta be here on my ranch.
1: This was going to be, we wrote this for Brooklyn. He's like, no, <laughs> Yeah.
0: uh, but yeah, it, it's a fun movie, fun enough to watch. And, uh, yeah, it's got Montana, so that's a good time.
1: Okay, uh, I will do a couple more here. Then I watched a movie called Thief on HBO Max. It's an early Michael Mann movie, so from 1981, Whoa. starring James Caan. So it's a it's an older movie. I like 80s movies. This is one I've never seen before. So I'm like, yeah, I'll check this out. Also got Jim Belushi, not John Jim Belushi. Wow. So uh, that's interesting there, and it's not a comedy in any way. Just James Kahn's a, a criminal, a thief, if you will, who, uh, you know, is going to do, uh, you know, one last job or a couple last jobs for some guy so he can make enough money to just retire and start a family and all this stuff. It's and uh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, it does have Willie Nelson, too. Yeah. As his, like, mentor. Uh,
0: oh, Dennis Farina.
1: Yeah. It was Dennis Farina's first thing I saw that he was literally a cop in Chicago.
0: That doesn't make sense.
1: And they're like, just be in this movie.
0: Is he it? A- a sticky cop.
1: He You know, he's not a cop in the movie. In real life, he was a oh, cop. Oh, okay. And they're like, just be in this movie, be to be like one of the the thugs or whatever, yeah, the he henchmen.
0: Perfect at that role.
1: Yeah. So, um, it's it, it's good. Michael Mann does the made a lot of good crime movies and stuff. You know, Collateral and Heat and everything. Um, it's it's definitely old. So there's not going to be there's not like a explosions and car chase well actually there's explosions but there's not like big car chases there's no superheroes um but there's a real interesting final sequence uh there's a good 80s score and then like the like the final sequence there it's got this kind of like crazy song with a guitar solo that's pretty cool that i enjoyed quite a bit
0: (laughs) add it to your uh, playlist
1: probably should yeah
0: all right pretty good yeah i've never heard of that one
1: yeah, I didn't know about it either. And I saw it like, what's this? I'm like, oh, Michael Mann. OK. Uh, and then another one I watched, a uh, cop car on Netflix. It's called Cop Car. Uh, it is about uh, a couple like 10 year old boys who are going to run away from home and they stumble upon like a cop car and there's no one around and they uh, they get in it and they the keys are there and they, they drive off. And uh turns out uh, Kev- uh, Kevin Bacon is the the sheriff who was a uh, big mistake up to up to no good it seems like i uh, had temporarily left that car there and uh was was doing some stuff and came back and the car is gone he has to find out what's going on and get the car uh before anyone finds out and find out what he's up to because he don't he doesn't want people to know including
0: you know? his wife who's in this movie
1: uh yes She's and i didn't know until i saw the very end she was just a voice on the On the radio there, yeah, the police dispatcher. Um,
0: Seems like a low budget film, if I uh, were to guess.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's filmed in Colorado, Colorado Springs area, but like rural, and it's it's a very it's one of those movies. It's like it's like a western in a way.
0: Not where they filmed Tremors.
1: Uh, I don't know. That was was there any
0: homage to Tremors? Did he pull vault off a rock at all?
1: I don't think so. Like to catch
0: uh, up to the car. Like it's a very cold, serious. Like as fast as us.
1: It's a very serious movie. Like you're right that it's low budget, but doesn't like feel low budget. But it's one of those things where it's things are slow. You know, things, they take their time with stuff rather than mm. like, let's just get to the next thing. It is a, it's telling a story that is realistic. Like there's uh, like he has to break into a car. Kevin Bacon has to, I want to say Costner because you talked about Costner. Bacon has to break into a car and they kind of show the whole steps rather than just do like a quick oh this 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 is what happened so it's like it
0: gives you the process yeah. of how to do it
1: yeah so it, it's it's a well-made movie uh the director uh john watts went on to do the uh the spider-man movies the tom holland movies so hmm. that's kind of how it works you make you make a, a good indie film and then you know you get paid
0: i might have to watch this one i mean who doesn't love kevin bacon
1: yeah it's also got uh shay wiggum who's yeah he's great in in every, like, crime movie where someone's a piece of shit like he has to be in it by contract um yeah so it's 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 pretty solid i wouldn't say it's not not scorsese or anything but you know i was happy with it all right it's i think it's only an hour and a half too yeah it's a short one yeah
0: all right how many do you have left
1: i have two left
0: so i have one and a half so i'll i'll do one i watched finally uh Gary Oldman's The Darkest Hour. i never seen this. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I really enjoyed that I was able to watch or that, you know, Dunkirk was a movie because they have a whole lot of uh, that. So I guess if you don't know, this is the story of Winston Churchill helping aid the world and uh, rid Hitler of uh, world domination. And... Uh, the politics that ensue. And uh Ben Mendelson, I mean, just perfect. Um uh, it's an enjoyable film. It's a lot. And again, subtitles are a must. Um <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of surprised it didn't just come with subtitles. I mean they're they're British people, so they're speaking their English. And it's also a, almost a hundred years ago. So just, I mean, the way people speak and over there, I mean, they, they started out with like talking about how someone makes bad spotted dick. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is. Andy, do you know what that meal is? I think case? it's a cake. It's a cake. How do you make I a think bad it had, cake?
1: I think I had raisins in it or something. And that's why it's spotted.
0: Hmm. Oh, you know, what's funny. And I was going to make a joke saying it was lacking, a. Uh, noah vosa who was in uh lincoln he is in this and he plays over the phone president roosevelt david okay. uh Strathern, Strathern? who's also made famous from the river wild uh okay but it's good i mean gary oldman is just phenomenal um i like winston churchill i, I like a, a lot of his quotes um there's a good one andy if you're going through hell keep going um there's a million other ones mostly pertaining to war or tough times uh but it's fun i mean he he's kind of just like a grumpy old man and he's british too which adds to the humor and uh you gotta respect a time when everyone wears a bow tie okay so yeah also at one point he walks into his his you know room where his wife is and she's like we're broke and he's like I'll only smoke four cigars a day. Economizing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, Pretty good. It was like a, it kind of like a stage play where it's just like, yeah, yeah. Him by himself so. kind of yelling at people. and
0: Yeah. Uh, but it didn't have the feel of a play where a lot of the times it's like, oh, this should have just been a play. Like there was still some grandiosity to it. Uh, but yeah i i enjoyed it it's on hbo um not sure how long it'll be there or anything like that but uh definitely good i mean what i get a kid, uh, six uh nominations and including best picture of the year and best actor for gary oldman it's entertainment i'm sure best
1: like costumes or whatever too or yeah makeup for that transformation yeah.
0: there yeah exactly but yeah it's uh it's an enjoyable and, uh, You again, like Lincoln. You could probably learn a thing or two from watching this. So, yep. All right, Andy. What else you got?
1: Uh, freaky on HBO Max. You watched
0: it. Look at you.
1: Yeah, I was uh, anticipating this one. This, uh, this should they should have held on to this one uh, until this season, rather than they put it. So they put it out, and it was like twenty bucks on demand uh, last November.
0: Man, probably three people Um, bought it.
1: Yeah, this this would have been a good. This would have made a ton of money if they put this in Halloween. Um, so it's if yeah, you don't know the be premise, a fun movie it's, to see
0: at Halloween time.
1: Yeah, it's essentially uh, Halloween like Michael Myers meets Freaky Friday, where uh, so Vince Vaughn plays like a Michael Myers type character, just a giant man who just stabs teenagers, and then he ends up uh, finding this dagger and stabs a girl, and it ends up that they then switch bodies the next day. Um, and so now Vince Vaughn is being the teenage girl and the young actress, uh, Catherine Newton, who I've liked what she's been in before, like detective Pikachu and uh big little lies. Uh She's good. She's does a really good job being the serial killer when they do the whole switch thing. Um A lot of like body switch movies can be kind of like stupid and like, uh,
0: like the you know, Jason the, Bateman one.
1: I never even saw that one. I'm thinking the Rob Schneider one. Um, where it's always like the adult man being the teenage girl and they always have to like put their voice up higher, which is like, so does that imply that girls intentionally talk with a higher voice? I mean, maybe, but I always find that weird why they do that. And uh, they don't do that as much in this one. Um, but yeah, Vince Vaughn is, is good. There's some good, funny physical comedy. I mean, Vince Vaughn's great at that. Cause he's six foot 42 or something. And yeah. just a massive person where he's got to like fight, but it's like, Oh, he's a teenage girl and, and who doesn't know what they're doing, but doesn't understand their own strength and uh, results in some funny stuff. Uh, I was disappointed. Uh, Alan Ruck is in this and there's no reference to Ferris Bueller at all. You would think like, Oh, it's a teen movie. That's very much, you know, doing references to stuff. And, uh,
0: yeah, well, just his name it. should be Cameron Frye. Yes, yeah,
1: he's just he's just in it. It's like there's nothing about a Corvette or anything. Is that it's frowned? Like, no. It was a Ferrari. Idea.
0: Is that frowned oh, okay. upon no. to like have the same name in a, a movie that's different, like from an, a previous movie that was a big hit?
1: Well, that's one of the references in this. And her, her love interest's name is Strode. The last name Strode, which is, of course, Laurie Strode of the Halloween movies. So okay. you can you can get away with that stuff. But I'm
0: just saying, like, do you think the full name, yeah, I don't Alan know. Ruck, could be named Cameron Fry in this?
1: Well, I wonder if they ever pitched, like, hey, do you want to do a Ferris Bueller thing? He's like, fuck off. I'm a real actor.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm busy doing Succession. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, good, good, enjoyable thing that would be way more enjoyable during Halloween. So he
0: didn't end up being a fry cook on Venus. No. <laughs> I, re- I recently watched uh, some of him in uh, Twister. Remember that movie? Yeah, I'm, that's a good one. That's a great cast: Philip Seymour Hoffman, Bill Paxton. Yeah, Helen Hunt when she made movies. That's right. It's good.
1: I haven't seen that in years. Where do you find that?
0: at? I think it was on TV. Oh, Anthony okay. Rapp in it.
1: Jake that's Busey. Been so, been so long.
0: <laughs> uh keep going. With that. Uh, sorry, look Quick <laughs> aside. That's what we do here.
1: But yeah, that's that's my thought on uh, on Freaky. It's it's. Good, but it'd be better in the season.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to holster that one until like September 15th or something.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, this is this is the guy who made uh happy, the Happy Death Day movie. So, yeah, that's to that what main, I, I thought
0: it was, is um, like a, another version of that.
1: Uh, he said that he wants to do a crossover after this, which makes sense. Hmm. Um, also, I didn't realize, but he wrote like all of the Paranormal Activity movies since Paranormal Activity 2. <laughs> Oh, wow. He didn't direct them, but he wrote them. So, OK, a uh, little different tone. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so Catherine Newton, who is the teenage girl, was in one of the Paranormal Reactivity movies. So uh, that makes sense.
0: OK, that that's all you had, right? I have one more. Oh, you got one more. Well, my last thing is I had Paramount Plus until Saturday of last week. And so I was watching on my lunch breaks here and there uh, bits and pieces of like, are you afraid of the dark? Right. And I was like, you know what? It's five bucks, I think, with the ads. I'm bringing this back in October and I'll be firing those up a lot more uh, around that time of year. Uh, I tried to get into, you know, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Guts, Double Dare, all that kind of stuff. But the game shows it just wasn't for me. Like I watched one like challenge on Legends of the Hidden Temple on the first episode. And it's these kids that are trying to pull themselves across like a stream in a little like donut inflatable and then they have to hit the, you know, cowabunga noise and then throw the thing back to their like sister or brother to do the same thing, but it has to go all the way to them. And these goddamn kids can't throw this thing. Cause it doesn't weigh anything. So it's like ridiculous. It's like, yeah, this isn't as fun. Like you watch it cause it's bad and it makes you laugh, but it's like, that was just like, Oh, I'm dying right now. Like, why am I watching this? Like, It wasn't as enjoyable. Maybe what, if I waited for the like tribesmen to come out and kidnap the kids and those, those pieces, that'd be more fun.
1: Yeah. We'll have to see what that new version is going to be though. So,
0: yeah. And they do have the movie on there too, which I would probably watch that. I could squeeze that in around Chris or Christmas time, uh, Halloween time, <laughs> Christmas film. Yeah. All right, Andy, what's your last one?
1: Uh my last one is a, another HBO Max thing that got added. Uh so last week I realized after when I was writing up the description for the episode that that we talked a lot about like 90s stuff. We had Space Jam, we had Jackass, we had uh Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and stuff. Mm. It's like 90s nostalgia is 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 everywhere now and I'm I'm happy about it. Uh and that's what leads me to my next one here, uh, a documentary on HBO Max Woodstock 99, Peace Love and Rage. Up. Uh, so um, I'm not sure if you would enjoy this movie or in, if it would enrage you. So it is a it is about the Woodstock 99 concert that ended up being a big disaster. Um, and it, it, it goes into depth all, all the, the shit that happened there and who was playing and why it all happened. And uh yeah, it it doesn't it. It's not trying to say, like, here's exactly the problem. It's presenting a lot of different cases, um, including the the, the organizers were in way over their head. They didn't uh, provide enough water. The food was super expensive. The porta potties stopped working after day one. (laughs) Just like the worst imaginable.
0: Where was this festival?
1: I was still in upstate New York. Not the same location as the original Woodstock. But um, yeah, one of the problems is they had it at a air force base that closed and that they did it because there was a secure location with fencing already so they yeah, wouldn't
0: save some money
1: yeah the problem was that it's two giant concrete airstrips and it was also 100 degrees that weekend
0: Ooh.
1: and that radiated heat and like just destroyed people um and then yeah a big part of it is also the the lineup there was very weird if you don't remember Nineteen ninety nine might have been like one of the worst eras for popular music. Jewel, Moby. Well, th- that's fine, <laughs> but it was it was basically it said the TRL era, which was uh, like that's the only time I ever watched TRL was probably that exact year, which was like okay, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, uh, and then also Corn and like Kid Rock. And it was, like, oh like a God. Weird time. So yeah, the 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 basically the big guys of this thing were like the the ones that were uh, kind of like. Not time timeless bands that were just kinda a moment was like Limp Biscuit and Corn and Kid Rock and this kind of stuff that was uh, uh, brought in a certain type of fan that
0: Yeah, I feel like corn <laughs> shouldn't be allowed at any festival. And if there is a festival with corn, you need to have a lot of security. Uh
1: there still are. I looked, I saw Insane there's all kinds clown of, posse? Yeah. So the the fan base here was a little not great. So, I mean, also, DMX. like...
0: DMX? <laughs> there's,
1: there's a great Brown. scene. Brown? Yeah. So, they, they had a, an eclectic variety of stuff. You said, like, Jewel and Cheryl Crow were there. Uh, there's a great scene with Moby, where it's, like, from his home, his own footage, where they have the, the sign out front, and he's like, I'm not even on the sign. Like, I've never even heard of these bands, and they didn't even put me on the sign. Like, he was pissed.
0: <laughs> Dave Matthews' band, Atlantis set Rage Against the Machine... Metallica yeah.
1: so yeah basically if you don't know what happened is that after the last night there ended up being like a riot where people started fires and they broke into all the food places and stole everything basically burned the whole venue to the ground and the riot police had to come in oh wow <laughs> just a disaster
0: but, so wait uh, did Creed with Robbie Krieger play
1: that was a sad part of the documentary yes they were just saying like these kids have no idea who the doors are God damn <laughs> and it. it's like poor the, the guy from creed's like this is gonna be great this is i'm gonna bring someone on from like that the original woodstock era and it's like it's just a bunch of kids with baseball hats that want to like punch shit
0: yeah limp biscuit <laughs> was on here um i'm sure the full devil jacket was a good one I don't don't know them <laughs> but holy crap yeah i definitely can't watch this this is just making me mad i've been yeah. watching beatles docs I, I can't go to this
1: yeah that's what it's like kind of the point is like. They were pretty stupid for not realizing like what they're bringing in that they're like, Oh, Woodstock, it's all going to be great. And it's communal and everyone's friends. And it's like, no, you just brought in like the Walmart crowd. I don't know yeah. how else to describe it. I brought in
0: predators.
1: I, I just, it reminded me of like, uh, it was like happy Gilmore or something.
0: Yeah. Damn you people. This is music.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Cause they also, there was Woodstock 94, which they said was, Successful in a way, and that like people enjoyed it, but they didn't make money, so that's why they kind of took these cost-cutting measures yeah. with this one. So, interesting. Yeah, I, I I liked it. It's inconsistent. It doesn't. It does weird stuff where like they they do like a two minute segment on Napster, which wasn't even popular yet in '99. Yeah, this uh, is
0: coming up. Yeah, look, they look have a segment a where years. they
1: yeah they talk about like, Nirvana or like things have changed so much since nirvana the music scene's different and it's like that was three years ago <laughs> it was yeah well it's like yeah it was it was a while ago and why that's irrelevant like i don't know it was like how did how do we get from nirvana to limp biscuit and it's like uh, we always had shitty bands <laughs> like i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah they've always been there yeah hmm. all right anything else to uh, add oh that's it all right well another solid one all right i think you've been uh... I don't think you have. I know you've been listening to uh, episode 230 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Offroad. He's going to start Woodstock 2022 uh, soon. And Remember,
1: they did try to do it again. <laughs> they tried 2019.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, it failed, too. So, uh, so no, I won't be starting Woodstock 22. Okay. Sorry to let everyone down.
0: Maybe 2023. Sure. All right. We'll see you later.